Hello and welcome to Fake Movie Experts, the movie review podcast that breaks out a movie franchise one movie at a time. We are doing the Terminator franchises. This week we get to talk about Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with Ricky Monticelli. Do, do we have to? Like, do we have to talk about this movie? Yeah, we do. That, that's why they pay us. That's why they pay us. Wait, but we get paid? Some of I, us do. I, I do. <laughs> what the fuck? And the plain old, as I would call him, the John Connor of the group here, one Keith Swetland. Loken? You were, I wanted to be Loken. You want to be Loken? <laughs> I want to be uh, just... Great. I also want to bring back the Maxim riffs we were doing. That was pretty fun. Yeah, it's funny. So, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. just gracing the cover of Maxim along with like ten, like 10 tips on how yeah. to like, like make your secretary feel sexy or something. <laughs> I, I can't know. believe we talked about that. And then in the movie, she literally makes her tits grow. Science. <laughs> that was uh. like the one of, of all the dumb jokes they tried to pull. That one was kind of funny. <laughs> well, Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines came out July 2nd, 2003. One hour and 49 minutes for a one of the most, how do I want to put it, PG-13 radar movies of maybe of all time. This I is was radar. thinking after I finished the movie, I'm like, why the fuck was this R? Because there was Yikes, some it was... blood in it? Or like... It was bloodless, basically. It was, well, well, it it was bloodless. It has to be the arm scene, right? Like when she uh-huh. puts her arm through that dude. So the, like through the that cop, had to push yeah. it to the R, right? Yes, yeah, because remember, Keith, yeah, she's yeah. in the backseat of the cop car and she sticks her oh, arm God. through the yeah. cop to drive and the then car. drives the cop. Yeah, I think it's that it has to be rated R for that one reason. Uh, James Cameron does not return, and I'll get to that in a minute. But this movie is directed by Jonathan Mostow, he directed movies such as 1997's <laughs> Breakdown. It's the Kurt Russell as a Kurt Russell movie when his vehicle breaks down, then like. Someone kidnaps oh, breakdown, huh? <laughs> uh, and kidnaps his wife. Uh, and then he also directed uh, 2000's U571. Oh, oh that's wow. a pretty big movie. Yeah, yeah. he directed I that, like that movie. Yeah, he yeah, that this guy directed well regarded. Um, this that... movie, <laughs> well, Keith, I was gonna say that's enough of a resume to get to Terminator, huh? Terminator 3, baby. Uh, this movie returns Arnold Schwarzenegger, but new uh, to the roles here. Nick Stahl as John Connor. Christina, Christina Loken as the TX. No, Joe, you call it by its shitty real name. The Terminatix, whatever. Fucking God damn it. I want, oh. And, and Claire Danes and... So uh, let me let me just let me just uh, do this little diatribe I came across here as for uh, why no James Cameron. Initially, James Cameron did not want to do this movie because he thought Terminator Two had a perfect ending. It that was it. It wrapped <laughs> it up. It just wrapped it up. You know, it that's his idea. Like he was just like, no, I'm I'm good. The ending of the movie, boom, we're done here. Um, however, the company that the that produces movie went bankrupt, and then the idea of maybe James Cameron buying the rights to Terminator, he thought about it and he's like, No, I don't need it. Swart that would have been a pretty came- cool stud move if he bought it and just like not let anybody do anything with it, <laughs> right? Schwarzenegger then like was trying to convince him, like, Hey, we'll both buy this franchise, you know, you know, 
because um, in 1997, they went to Cameron, Linda Hamilton, and Schwarzenegger to return. But the other producers were trying to buy the rights behind the back of James Cameron. So, and um, so yeah, that pissed off Cameron to the point of like, no, I'm good. Cause at the time too, he's also doing Titanic, a little small movie. I don't know if you ever heard of it, but Titanic. <laughs> so he's in post. One of his other top 10 grossing movies of all time. <laughs> well, yeah. Right. Billy, you know, um, <laughs> he's in post-production of Titanic. He never seen it by the way, never seen it. It's in the was in theaters uh, for 3D a re-release. Titanic gets a weird it got a weird rap like in culture as like a it's like a it's like perceived as like a chick flick I, I think mm-hmm. so that made it unpopular to a lot of young dudes yeah which um, is weird but yeah I mean, so when it released we were in elementary school and like yeah yeah and yeah. there's nudity and stuff in it so it wasn't really like a mm-hmm. take your kids to type movie. Yeah. Yeah. So in 97, the idea was them to come back. He, he, that, uh, YouTube clip I showed you, the, what was it, Terminator 2 3D battle across time is when John Connor, played by Edward Furlong, gets sent to the future, was an idea for the next third movie. Um, but in 97, then negotiations started happening. And then the idea of who's buying the rights to the Terminator franchise. And then that came across of, hey, the people that, hey, that Cameron wanted to bid with were like, we're already bidding for like $8 million. Like It was only $8 million or something for it. And them going behind his back just pissed him off. And he's like, no, I'm good. So I'm staying away from this. Dude, James Cameron is such a raging prick. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but yes, yeah, he said, no, he wasn't going to do it. Schwarzenegger was going to be loyal to um, Cameron, and he wasn't going to do it. He's like, "No, I'm I'm good. Um, you know, if you're not doing it, why should I do it?" And after many times of saying <laughs> no, James Cameron went, "Hey, if they're going to give you a lot of money, just do it." Take I was about to say, it, it, it's funny what ten million dollars will do to a person. <laughs> you <laughs> wish it was only ten million dollars. Yeah. Uh, try thir- try thirty million. Yeah, it's like our artistic integrity can kind of go out the window. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, even having the read idea... the terrible script, I don't see why he would turn it down. Yes, um, <laughs> according to the reports, the original script for this movie is going to be John Connor working at a dot com company. The script's villain was going to be called the T One G, a female Terminator that's sent from the future who can turn invisible. Um, I thought you were so going with... to say and wears a G string or something. No, uh, with Cameron not being in it, they would the other directors they considered was going to be Ang Lee, uh, David Fincher, dope Ang Lee Terminator, uh, Ridley Scott. But Ang Lee passes up to do Hulk, so this is how this is how we got to this director, but um, a lot of you know. Basically backstabbing, according to uh, one. Uh, it's weird to James think Cameron. about an Ang Lee Hulk movie being better than anything, and we I found think it. He's right. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think these movies are comparable too. <laughs> it, in that way, they're kind of just like like 
dumb action movies. If anything, the Hulk's a little smarter than this one. So, what was your if you you remember seeing this movie when it came out? I do, and I can do a little diatribe there as well. And if so, how was your experience? If not, how was your experience this time around? I think I rented it. I know I wasn't in theaters. 2003 came out? Correct. July 4th weekend. Yeah. yeah. I think I rented it, and I think I probably watched it at home, comfortable while I was eating some cookies or something. And I was like, well, this was whatever. <laughs> I think it had it had no effect on me. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, honestly, that's my reaction. Kind of similar to now. It just kind of washed over me, except this time I was a little grumpy about how long it took. Yeah, not not a ton to say. I'm trying to, I'm grasping, I'm grasping. (laughs) I saw this in theaters with my dad and I remember, like, I remembered it being bad. And then I also thought I remembered it being short, but God, it was, it's an almost two hour movie and Jesus. Yeah. Um, I remember seeing this in theaters on, I can tell you the day too, because. Do you have uh, the stuff like post on your wall? Uh yeah, of course. Next to this, <laughs> my my poster. Um, where is it? I went to it on. Where are you? Home Run Derby in two thousand three because I missed the beginning of the Home Run Derby. You're probably pissed. <laughs> I was because I went. Yeah, to this, no. I, I saw this movie in the home and but uh, I saw it because I had family from California up here and I remember uh. Me, my aunt, my cousin, and I want to say my little brother went with us, went to go see it. But I'll say this, 2003, Joe, hype for this movie. I rented all the Terminator games that came out. I played those. I was hyped for this movie. And then I went to watch it, and I was just confused. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was, I just walked out like, huh. Not, and and I, I'm with Rick that I was like, that felt really short. But no. So I've got a theory about why it feels that way. <laughs> why is that? <laughs> oh, I mean, wait, oh, okay. Sure, I can. This movie is actless. It is one act. Yep. <laughs> so like, And it's just one act and one speed of like, we're going to just get to the ending somehow. There's Because with, with Judgment Day, you know, we had breakdowns of each character before they all got together. And this like one was just always like, it was always going to come and then it comes. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. yeah. It's not good when your movie like sets up the point of, well, Judgment Day is inevitable. It's like, oh, so then what are we what are we doing? Like when Schwarzenegger says Judgment Day is inevitable, like, why are we trying to even stop it? Why did we try to stop it with Terminator 2? What are we doing at any point to this movie? Because if Judgment Day is inevitable, isn't coming back to try to kill John Connor also pointless because John Connor's saving the human race is also inevitable. Like, it is, but, but once you once you're about to break down this plot, they found a <laughs> loophole, I guess, in this John Connor must die situation. <laughs> so, Rick, give us the plot to Terminator Three. Ricky, did you freeze? No, no I'm sorry, freeze. I muted myself and then couldn't oh. get back to the screen to unmute myself. I was I like, a... actually, that was a really good bit because that just silences the plot well, 
Well, I'll be frank. Like Rick, I know you you you're muted, but you look frozen too. And then I looked at Keith, and he looked frozen. I was like, "Wait, am I am the I only alone? one in here anymore?" Oh my God, Skynet's in our system. Am, am I like Claire Danes and Nick Stahl inside of a bunker, just alone? Yep. That's us. That's, <laughs> that right, was boys, me. That was me. Boys and girl, non-binary, and everyone in between, please gather around for the reading of the plot to Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. It's been 10 years since the events of T2. John Connors is living out of the system, unsure how to remake a life in the future they have saved, or so he thought. While trying to score drugs at a vet clinic, Connor runs into Kate Brewster, someone from Connor's past and possibly a part of his future. It was at this moment that the Terminatrix shows up to kill Brewster as a part of her mission of eliminating John Connor's lieutenants after the machines apparently gave up trying to kill John Connor. Before the TX can kill them, a T-800 shows up to save them both. The TX would then continue their chase on the trio while they try to prevent Skynet from going live and avoid Judgment Day once again. Will Connors and co. be able to save the world once more? Will Claire Danes learn how to cry act? fucking terminatrix find out all this and more in terminator 3 rise of the machines it just hit me too why um terminate this one might have been radar when the terminatrix or tx is going around killing all wait, the wait, do, do they actually say the name terminatrix in the movie it, it, schwarzenegger does uh, no, Connors he, does. Connors calls it the Terminatrix. Of course, it does. I, I, I read that in the Red Reaper review. I was like, maybe I just like ignored it. My body didn't accept it. That's a yeah. pretty bad joke. Y- your body <laughs> was, like, was I immune. Kind of, I was just like, no, they didn't say that. What are you talking about, Roger Ebert? <laughs> um, but they, uh, it's the scene of when she kills like the the teenagers. That might oh, be like a wise radar too. When she's like, hey, or. or, or you know, Phil and Diana home. No, they're or they're out of town and pop, 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 pop. And she kills the kids instead who was throwing the party. Oh, yeah, it was cool right. to have, it was cool to have like full on like kids getting blasted in this movie. I remember I, I was trying to remember the context of my note. Cause I wrote a note for like, Oh, cool. Kids are getting killed. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's a, it's a rare sight in movies just for kids yeah, to get blasted. Yeah. Well, like I said, if you want to watch a kid get killed within the first five minutes, go to face off. Oh yeah, or uh, the 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 Jim Halpert movie. Same thing. Yeah, the Quiet Place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I've never seen it. Oh yeah. <laughs> spoilers um, for Quiet Place. Dead yeah, spoilers. <laughs> Boom. Uh, Edward Furlong was originally originally supposed to praise his role as John Connor. However, um, he had a dropout allegedly due to substance abuse. Um, so this is why Nick Stahl came in play. And watching it this time around, I don't know. What the fuck's Nick Stahl been in? Uh, Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. <laughs> I thought he was fine. I just like, he didn't feel like he felt the role. Like, I felt like he actually acted fine in the movie. Like, I thought he carried the, like, dude trying to figure out his life after what he thought was saving the world type fucking fucked upness. Yeah. But, like, he just never felt like John Connor. Like, he just His never felt like the was... guy who was going to save the world. Um, that... He was in Sin City. 
Wow. And he was in the movie uh, The Man Without a Face. The, uh, it's a Mel Gibson movie. Huh. I've seen it. Like, Mel Gibson's a, a deformed person. Like, uh, his face is half deformed and one of those, like, he hides himself away. And I haven't yeah, seen that in Nick, a while, but, but yeah. Nick Stahl's John, like, that is not what Edward Furlong grows into. Like, yeah. <laughs> I felt, I thought, like, I thought, like, Edward Furlong had a personality, a specific, like, John Connor in Terminator 2 had a specific personality, and that personality does not turn into that 10 years later, <laughs> in my mind. Like, that's well, like, and it's, it was, I mean, I guess, like, a, dystopian war to save the human race would change a man but he just like he doesn't look like he would grow into the man that like you saw in t2 yes yeah, yeah. like i'm with keith with like the edward furlong character from t2 and you go 10 years from that to what we have now i'm like no this does not make <laughs> like i know they're different actors but like the way he acted in this one i'm like no this ain't this ain't this is not right. Like, they really went junky. Like that's so boring. Get out of here with that shit. Well, it wasn't like, junky. He yeah. he was just he was fucked to... up from his from the fucking yeah. motorcycle crash. That scene was so fucking dumb. But like he he he, it's one of those things of like in the T two. He's like, yeah, my mom is was raising me to try and become you know this general leader of the you know the against the resistance and uh, for the resistance and stuff. And then this one, he's like. I live my day every day hoping Judgment Day never happens. And well, because you got to remember though, he's living with the idea that he stopped Judgment Day, that it wasn't coming. Yeah, but like, I, I, but like living with the idea that like it's inevitable. Because I mean, it's, it's the same thing with his mom. Because like they both thought, and I think not having his mom in the movie is what really killed it. Because the more yeah. I watch these, the only good Terminators all seem to involve. Um, and her Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda Hamilton, because one, yeah. two, and six are like on ranging good to great movies. Whereas now, granted, I've not seen Genesis or Salvation. And Salvation <laughs> might, you know, turn it around. Genesis will not. It's Genesis, probably the best one. <laughs> Genesis yeah, of is going to be garbage. <laughs> but like, god damn, not having Linda Hamilton with the way she just lives in this universe, I think really hurt like how to play off things. Um, according to Lin- Linda Hamilton, she was first approached to reprise the role as Sarah Connor, but turned it around, turned it down. And in a 2009 interview, uh, Hamilton revealed that she found that the part was too insignificant as since her character would have died halfway through the screenplay and there would be no time to m- mourn her. Um, so she was written out of the film with, with the dialogue of why she, uh, died of leukemia in 97. So dumb. <laughs> leukemia. And like the movie had an interesting premise. Like the whole thing of like Judgment Day being inevitable like was an interesting premise if like had been committed to better. But like the convenience of this movie is so fucking dumb. <laughs> like why do all eight of John Connor's lieutenants apparently live in this city? Maybe Terminator 3 should have started in a bunker. That might have been kind of fun. I think it does really miss out on just like, let's just get to the future war. Like, why do we have to keep trying to stop Judgment Day? Let's just admit that that what everyone wants is for it to happen and to get to John Connor's fighting robots. Although we'll we'll see in the the next movie why that doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, In this movie, Arnold is the model of T850, not the T800. It vastly upgraded the terms of strength and durability and um, Maxim Coverness. Yeah, 
Yeah. Apparently like has many has many nukes in its fucking chest. Yeah. <laughs> it's that weird thing. Like they tried it's like the thing of it's like that funny thing of when when John Connor sees Schwarzenegger for the first time, he's like, wait a minute, I thought you died. And it's like Dude, that was so fucking like, dude, you watched him fucking melt and you know there's multiple fucking robots. Like, yeah, what like, are we like? How fucking dumb are you, dude? Well, I thought you died. You no, you he did. He it's just someone new. And so wasn't you know. it explained to you that the same type of robot tried to kill your mom, and then there was a completely different one that saved you and your mom? Like, and then the line yeah. of like, oh, I was chosen because of the connection to you as a bro as a boy. So like he was fucking dumb in the future too when he got killed by that robot. Because this with this Schwarzenegger, he uh, Terminator, he was more psycho like with psychology, like he knows more. That's his like, you know, that's what he is programmed for. Programmed for more shitty one liners. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I got my Arnie and that's going to be a one liner from from that from one of the one liner. but I will say this, Schwarzenegger, even though he was a lot older in this movie, and <laughs> he did work out a ton to be the same weight he was in Terminator <laughs> 2. Physically, he looked all right. Like He looked like Terminator to me. He looked. I mean, he, I don't know. He kind of looked like an old man. I don't know. I mean, yeah, he definitely didn't <laughs> look like yeah. fucking original Terminator Terminator. I don't know. I'm sort of like... I'm pretty negative on this. Like, I think I'm team Cameron. This movie, like literally should have, the story literally should have never continued. Yeah. Like, I'm really like dark. This movie made me feel like shit. I'm like, <laughs> oh, why? Just like, don't do this any fucking more. You dummies. Like, and if you were like, going to we were... do it, just go to the future, like start future stuff. Like, why did we have to try and like prevent the apocalypse again? Yeah. yeah. Well, and, like it, you were like... talking about the, the, you're talking about the bad script earlier. I get the vibe because this movie uses that, like, the like thing that like bros get drunk in the bar and talk about like yo the problem with terminator is this like problem of destined fate like if they if they sent it back that means it didn't work so it's a cycle and it's like really insulting that they turn that into a script it's like these like it's like a stupid person thinking they're smart and flipping you off like well and like that's how this this movie felt to me (laughs) this script bordered on like a parody of terminator to me like it was oddly light and just stupidly can because like in the first one like the terminator was able to track them down because it like got into systems and was able to find them mm-hmm. and this one she constantly just finds them through happenstance like they drive away from the vet <laughs> clinic and then hours later she just drives up behind them because it's because they drive from the vet clinic because they go to the gas station <laughs> the terminator lets her out for a minute she yells for help then the uh, no, that's convenience. later. That's when they find her at. Yeah, the... but that's again. That's just again circumstance of, hey, the <laughs> pound, the dog pound two vehicle license plate is headed north, and then boom. Yeah, so like, then why does everyone like? Why does the entire fucking police force of California know to show up at fucking John Connor's <laughs> mother's model mausoleum? No, I will say that scene though. That's probably maybe my favorite scene in the whole movie is the him carrying the coffin but like you know taking out everybody as far as action sequences go that was that that was all right mine favorite was probably the um 
the actual chase scene, like with the fucking giant crane thing just wrecking the fucking street. But it also capulates why this movie fucking sucks because it ends in a shitty CG way that looks terrible. <laughs> Those uh, we like went on a all long... the sweet live action stuff, literally destroying city streets, looked amazing, and then you just have a city, sh- a shitty CG flipping of a thing. It looks so bad. Uh, we talked about it a lot on the lot on the Judgment Day, but these effects, how Judgment Day two, Judgment Day two <laughs> effects can yeah. conquer a lot. <laughs> And this movie did not help that. Like there's there were a few machines that they were that was real. The the in the where Skynet is, the like giant big ass teletubby looking one. The original Terminators. Oh well, yeah, but no one looks like a big fluff, the one that had the like machine gun attached to it. Yeah, yeah those Arnold... are the original Terminators. Those yeah. were the those were the T ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were real. They those were made. Um, they look like yeah. cheap plastic. Yeah, just this <laughs> this movie itself, like the effects alone, just like the, you know, I like in Judgment Day two. I watched this video about how Arnold spent three hours in his van in his uh trailer getting the prosthetics put on to look, you know, shot at and beat up with the machine on. This one's just like all full CGI. Yeah, there's, CG there's like, just like put oh. some green paint on his face. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Um, uh, uh, what else do we have? But, uh, you know, they try to do the whole, you know, they, they try to do the whole, you know, we're not here for John Connor. We're here for uh, Kate Brewster because <laughs> in the future, she will be his wife. That fucking whole bit was terrible, too. uh, Yeah, right. Uh, Well, the Terminator couldn't take fucking John Connor's orders because he got sent back by Kate Brewster, so he could only follow Kate Brewster's orders. Why why is that? You're dead. Also, there's a goddamn fucking apocalypse going on. No one's getting married. Like, they could be partners, but, like, ah, Jesus. It was just everything about this script was fucking garbage. (laughs) Uh, it's Michael so Bay, dumb. Michael Bay was uh, asked, but he turned it down to do uh, Bad Boys Two. Um, <laughs> oh. We don't say that name here. Oh. Sp- Steven Spielberg turned down. <laughs> I was asked, but he turned it down to do um, Catch Me World if you can. Oh, uh, yeah. Catch Me If You Can. And where's the other one? He he did he did two movies in this time frame. Um, Spiel, uh, catch me funny. and Minority they, Report. Like, like you said, they like they approached Ridley Scott and David Fincher. Yeah, like what they really swung for the fences. I don't. They probably just immediately got told no. Like <laughs> that's that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, you say it's crazy because like we've watched this movie and it was terrible, but like offering the Terminator franchise to people like would have meant something at this point because yeah, like, one and two are you're following huge. up like what some people call classics because it's been 11 mm-hmm. years since terminator uh 12 years since yeah. terminator 2 so it's also paul david fincher made that a... some of these guys some of these people were turning it down just because it's like i don't fucking i'm not following t2 i'm not making the terminator yeah, that has to know, go right. after t2 well, like, it... david fincher famously followed cameron in the alien world and I like three, but that's that's what I'm like. I don't know anything about <laughs> Aliens three. It's kind of a cult hit. 
like it's it's not it's not supposed to be a good one but it's, it's so fun. there there is a deleted <laughs> scene in this movie that is on youtube and it is horrendous um because it is a scene of why do they have all the terminators look like arnold schwarzenegger and it's that they have arnold schwarzenegger as a real human who has one of the Howdy, partner. My name is Bill. Blah blah blah. Like it's one they, of those things. Like he's one of those like a Texan to the eleven. I I kind of I'm gonna have to go find this now and watch Arnold Schwarzenegger do a Texan accent. <laughs> yeah, that actually well, I mean that fits the fucking shitness of this script. It might be ADR'd, but it was just like one of those things. Like he's like, how do I? You know, I can't wait to be one of your. You know, you know whatever the video was, and then like. They cut to somebody like, "What do you think?" And it's another guy, but it's Arnold's voice. Like, I hate it. Like ADR over the guy's voice that you know it's totally Arnold mm. on the other person, but the Arnold, you know, running on the treadmill is some. Ugh. Wait, and it's it was... like machines having this. Like, why would machines be having this outboard convert? That okay? Yeah, that scene sounds terrible. <laughs> That's like that might as well be the scene of like them changing dresses in a rom com. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like switching ours, like switching through different Arnolds. That's <laughs> like nope, not not that one. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Um. Claire Danes uh, was a late change because the original actress is supposed to be uh, Sophia Bush. She was supposed to be in this. She was going to be, uh, Caitlin Brewster, but um, she had to leave after a week, um, stating. Harboring the, uh, where is it? She had to leave. <laughs> like just, she just got replaced because of uh, other things happening outside the world. Man, she I was really go- hoping it would have been something like, no, this just sucks too oh. much. Like, oh, no, no. It, 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 I found it. It's because she didn't look old enough. So Claire Danes barely looked old enough, and Claire Danes is a, like a fantastic actress. She is an award winner who's have been in like multiple like well regarded things. Mm-hmm. And she was not good in this movie. She was <laughs> real bad. The, skull, <laughs> the skulls in the future scenes were just ping pong balls. Um, but yeah, like the effects sucked. The I didn't I didn't like the idea of, and I didn't like it even in two thousand three of the scene of John Connor sitting on the bridge, don't jump, and he drinks the beer, drops it into the water, and then we get the CGI look of the future <laughs> happening. Like, no, no. Wait, is, are you telling me that this beer bottle lives to the future, you know, for that the future? Not earned. Like, un- unearned drama. <laughs> Budweiser, we last forever. Yeah. I mean, I did appreciate the fact that fucking shitty over-the-top product placement has lived through every single Terminator movie, though. <laughs> well, th- this one's strong because it did the uh, Toyota Tundra, the the truck that couldn't die. Oh, the God, literal right. billboard for Victoria's Secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is... Uh, where is it? Yeah, we're... Um... This movie going... It was watching it. It was extremely like... Early mid two thousands vibes in this movie, and it makes me think that that was probably a really bad time for movies. 
<laughs> well, well when it. you when I read the box office, you can see if it's if it's bad timing. I think um, that's my prediction. <laughs> okay, the gas station at the Terminator scene stops for refilling for the same gas is the same gas station in all the other three Terminator movies. In Terminator One, it's the where Sarah stops uh, before driving to the into the desert, and then Terminator Two is when Sarah camps in for the night after she escapes from the hospital. Interesting. Okay, I have a big point of contention, and this actually connects to T2 a little bit. Okay. Why, when the T1000 and now the TX show up in their locations, do they not just mold clothes on? Because their clothes aren't real. So why are they stealing clothes that eventually just become liquid metal clothes for all the future part? Like, it makes no god. Why was this fucking TX wearing a goddamn necklace for the entire fucking movie? Was she like, mm, that necklace looks cute. I'll wear this for the entire time as a fucking death robot? They have personalities. <laughs> it's one of those. I beg to differ with how they acted in the movie, but okay. It's one of those things of like, you're right, because of the fact, like, she wear. She and the T-1000 basically wear the same outfit. They wear the outfit the entire movie, wherever they're wearing. She wears the red you know, suit the entire time. He wears the police officer outfit the entire time. I don't know why they don't change. I know that he, T-1000 does when he's somebody else, but I don't know why she doesn't change at all. But it's not just not change. It's like, why were, why was there a scene for them getting clothes at all? They don't like, they don't need clothes. They just mold their body to form clothes on top of themselves. <laughs> yeah. It's, why don't they just stay naked? Yeah. Like, why the fuck do they care? That's why, why did she I stop for the cops. Why does know. she have a giant laser gun in her arm, and yet she stole the co- that fucking pistol because... from the cop? Why is that, Keith? Tell me. Say the line. Yeah, you texted me. I forget the line. I like your gun. That's the line, Keith. How hard is it? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, I like I asked your gun. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, that uh, it was such a slog getting through this. It was, it was. It was. It was getting over a mountain. Like you know what? Like one of the weird scenes I, that blew my mind is like the scene of when John Connor is driving, trying to run away from the TX, and then like gets in the car crash, and then that guy just starts yelling at them, at him for like for no reason. You know, like, Don't you fucking leave, dude! I'll mess you up. And then you know the cops are it, like that scene was unnecessary. But it, that's just because the guy yelling at John Connor was um, Arnold uh, Schwarzenegger's stuntman. So it's just and like if robots scene. could send robots back with mini nukes in their body, why didn't they just send a robot back with a nuke in their body? Get like identify. Okay, John Connor's in this city. Boom, I'm dead, <laughs> and now he's dead. Like well, why are they trying to individualistically kill John Connor? Well, origi- I don't know. Originally, the TX was ri- uh, the TX was a original written to be a male character. Uh, our boy Vin Diesel was the studio's initial for- first choice. Yes, yes. With with other people, uh, backup choices including Shaq, The Rock, and even Fifty Cent. Uh, Later, I'm on- still a family. Is that funny? Haha. <laughs> Seven bucks, my dude. Uh, <laughs> then it was later uh, decided to rewrite for the role for a female actor, uh, such as Jennifer Lopez or even former WWF wrestler China. Uh, oh, China would have been dope. Uh, however, Schwarzenegger p- got to pick 
final say in who are on the maxim. Yeah, he picked Logan. And um, boy, she was. I don't. I don't think she's acted before or whatever. Maybe she has. I don't. I don't think so. But they just told her to be like a robot, and she like practiced in a mirror for five minutes, and it's like, all right, uh, robot, no, got it. Keith, <laughs> she she did mime classes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's right, mime classes. Like with the way she like turned her head, made me want to like turn my head and choke myself to death. It was like, I also just like, horrible. I think I'm at the point though where like, can you really play? Like, if everyone in the film acted poorly, then that's on the director, right? Like, if no <laughs> one puts in a good performance, like I'll be honest, th- I can say she, for her acting, um. I, I will say this could be you can say that this is her first big acting movie because she had she did two other movies prior to that I've never heard of, but she also was part of TV shows episodes here and there. So like this, honestly, you could say it's her first big movie <laughs> and maybe only. Uh, but yeah, she she took mime classes and she just yeah. I don't know. I it just I don't think it, the 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 effects helped her as well because like yes. yeah she has a big gun that she can shoot lasers out of and then be, can become a flamethrower. Yeah, she has just has like a green screen connected to her shoulder that she has to act with. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, her most challenging scene was when the TX was stuck in the off the accelerator. It was difficult because she had to. Go from running to being then being spread eagle in an instant without interruption, and because she had to keep such a, uh, a rigid posture, she would wound. She had bruises up and up and down her arms for weeks after. Also, why did they switch the killing machine back to a robot like skeleton? Like she had liquid metal on the outside, but like, why 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 did they just not keep it a full liquid robot? Like, why did they put the skeleton inside? Yeah, yeah, T two or yeah, T two was all liquid. <laughs> I don't know. I think it. I I honestly think it's just them trying to be like trying to do something like, well, you thought the T one thousand was uh, you know unstoppable because he was made out of liquid. Try a liquid Terminator. That's also a machine. Well, so also, I'm trying just... to remember, but like that machine had like. Machine boobs, didn't it? With yes, like the it li- why yeah. would it have that? Why would the machines put that on there? The like they're machines, they're asexual. And also, this kind of stuff bothers us in this movie, but because I I get this feeling from the lore we're given that this was pretty like cynically quickly put together because no one wanted to do it, and there's lots of I think there's lots of like bad attitudes. It kind of sounds like. Because, like, I mean, whatever, Terminator as a IP has those issues. But, like, in 1 and 2, I'm like, whatever, cool. That's fine. Whatever. Cool. <laughs> so, like, you have the time to, like, oh, that's kind of dumb. <laughs> see, no, I don't agree. Well, but those are well-made movies. You're more accepting of things when yeah. the movie is well-made. This is like there's nothing about this movie well made. The cinematography's not good. The script's not good. The sound was fucking. They had the fucking joke bit when fucking Arnold was hanging off of the crane and got hit by the fucking fire truck and it went ding. <laughs> like what the f- who decided that needed to be in the movie? 
Plus, they didn't have the music either until the end. Oh, there was no, there was no music. There was no music. <laughs> and then, no and my joke, music? and my joke is, and now Rick, you think bad of the bones out of place in Judgment Day? <laughs> <laughs> but no, this, yeah, this, like all of this, has felt. This movie felt rushed. Um, uh, but yeah, it's just like you know. The scene, the opening scene with Schwarzenegger going to the strip club, that was just because of what happened in Judgment Day 2 with the lady showing up at it's the like, bar and Schwarzenegger's like, it's strip, you know, mel- stripper night. It's so because we already did this bit, but like they took it the <laughs> next step with it being like ladies' night at a strip club, and it was just so. Yeah, uh, uh, the script is so bad. Talk to like, the hand. Is, Talk this legitimately head. is up there for one of the worst scripts we've ever seen. Like, there's been plenty <laughs> of bad movies we've watched, but it's been bad for this. Legitimately, might be the worst script. Well, and it's the little comedy bits like were so forced and clunky in this one. Like in one and two, like everyone's emotions were very honest. Like James Cameron made very like earnest movies. Like no one, there wasn't like it, the movies felt like they were taking themselves very seriously, which yes. works. And yeah, in like, this one, that they, they just it doesn't. The one-liners <laughs> that pop up in one, like they weren't there to be jokes. And like then they redid it in two, but like with a kid to make it funny in that way. And this one, the fucking one-liners were just one after another, so needlessly. <laughs> the one where he looked down and then went, She'll be back. I was like, <laughs> You're not doing yeah, they're not doing I'll be back or, or you know, or because like yeah, in the first one Terminator, let's do "I'll be back" example. First one, the Terminator, is him <laughs> just telling the cop, "I'll be right," you know, "I'll be back," you know, because the cop says he has to wait a while. And then in the second one, he's like, "I'll be back" because he's going to go, you know, scare off all the cops. And this one, it's she'll be back. And then when he flies the CGI helicopter through the army base, he's like, "I'm back." It's just oh, like God, I even forgot about that one. Like, why? Why are we doing this here? You know. Also, please explain to me how they were able to track down where John Connor and Kate Brewster went with these fucking helicopters. Like, how did they know to go to that mountain location that John Connor and Kate Brewster just learned about through secret files? <laughs> I'm just because if I'm... the robots were able to find them, why don't the robots just go back in time to this time and go to that mountain, wait for them to show up, and then kill them when they get inside? I'm just going to say yes. It's just what you said <laughs> earlier about how she just shows up and it's like, oh, yeah, look at that. You're uh, they're there. You know, they're there. Like, like, it's no explanation I'm, for why she's just able to track them everywhere. They just flew north until they found a base and they're like, let's try. Let's check this one out. Oh, yep. They're, they're there. Um. Vengeful yeah, they, bitch who went and killed Kate Brewster's like fucking fiance for no reason. Yeah, he had it coming. <laughs> Why? Because he made a stupid joke, or he didn't even make the joke. Fucking that shitty joke in the beginning when Miss Caitlin Brewster was like, "I hate machines." Herg, herg, herg. We're in a Terminator movie where the machines are going to take over. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Um, but like the acting in this movie, it's like. The idea originally the idea was for Schwarzenegger not to talk. Like that was the idea. But then they made him comical. Uh Claire Danes, 
she was the Mark Wahlberg of the what in the happening. Was, what's happening? I don't know what's happening. What is happening? What? Why? Why is this happening? Why? Why is this person getting shot at and then turning into a machine or turning from my boyfriend into it? I don't understand what's happening. And then you have John Connor in this one who's like, yeah, I'm not the same person from the sequel and from two because yes. And threatened to kill himself three separate times in the movie. Yes. Yeah. Because he was standing on top of the bridge, put a gun to his own head. And then held a bomb that almost was like seven seconds away from blowing up. Uh, many Terminator fans were mad about the how this movie was perceived. The fate <laughs> is real and the future is un- inevitable. This is because c- this complete undermines the morale, m- moral of Judgment Major Terminator 2. Because that, there is no fate for but what we make it for ourselves. What many fans did, did not realize is the previous movie also stated it, it is humanity's nature to destroy itself. And it seems due to this for Judgment Day is inevitable, not because future cannot be changed. That's funny. This movie's like, it's twistless and thoughtless. So like, there's no heart. There's no heart there isn't. in this ending. There isn't. Because it's just like, well, yeah, it ends. Sorry. <laughs> it's legitimately, it starts off of, it starts, we, we catch up where John Connor's been. He's laying low. He doesn't live, he lives out of his car. He lives on the street. He lives here, here, here. He gets in a motorcycle accident because a CGI deer shows up out of nowhere and he crashes. And then this leads into Caitlin Brewster showing up going, hey, don't I know you? Didn't you? Didn't we make out the day before you left for, you know, for, for Terminator 2? Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, that and then the story here comes... of the kiss just went on so fucking long through the movie. It lasted like a third of the fucking movie. And then you have TX showing up, then Arnold shows up, then we have the chase, and then Arnold gets back to them, and then we go back to we have to save the world. How? Well, Caitlin Brewster's dad is the lead general of Skynet. He shuts it down. It won't happen. The TX takes over the machines. You know, there's no slow pace. There's nothing of like, okay, you know, they try to do the backlog story for everybody, but it's like during going in the RV, but they're leading to the next scene of we have to shut Skynet off. And then she'll be back. She'll be back. I mean, it's pretty established through the whole movie that like Skynet had already taken over because like it was the virus taking everything down. Mm -hmm. Like it just was waiting to get access to the like all the nukes to like enact its plan. So it's like mm-hmm. it like it's so inevitable. It's already done. Like they like going to the mountain and everything. Like you're too late. Skynet's already won. And the movie ends when they first show the base. When there's like it was like kind of the one scene that I thought was kind of cool is when they showed like the ominous computer screens with like Skynet shit going on. Yeah. Like I thought that stuff was kind of cool. Um the, another like th- there was never like they never gave the heroes a chance. And they never really beat them down that bad. Mm-hmm. So it was just even coast. It was just I, flat line for the whole thing. I want to say this might be one of those first movies. I remember when I watched it, how I was mad about it because there was no like final solution. You know what I mean? Like there's no like no happy ending in like that way of like, okay, they're done here. This is just, for well, 2003 ending. <laughs> 2003, Joe, it was just a setup for, you know, next yeah. one. They wanted to do back to back movies. 
but they didn't know if they can uh um if they didn't know how if successful this movie would be if they want to do a back to back but arnold became governor after this movie so that stops him from making movies so um, Dude, that be was honest i don't think they should have had arnold in this movie <laughs> I think we yeah. could have had already at this point just established that Terminators can be whatever look they want to be mm-hmm. and just move the fuck on from Arnold. I don't think he was necessary or helped the movie at all. Well, uh, trying to, I'm trying to like pin down some of the issues with this movie. And I think I, I associate Terminator with like sort of the famous like 70s, 80s, 90s, like action sci fi series, like. Alien Predator, it kind of falls in that bunch in mm-hmm. my mind. And like those movies, each movie is its own movie and each movie kind of ends. Like that's one of my favorite things about the Alien movies is each one, they, it almost feels like the directors are like competing with each other to like, yeah, see if you can bring the Alien back after this one. Because each one, they like, they kick its ass. And like in Terminator 1, it kind of ends because they squish him and he's gone. Ooh, how is he going to come back? Terminator 2, they really end it. And like this, they didn't even. Tr- I don't know. It's it just that they didn't like keep up. They didn't keep up with the tradition of what makes those movies hit. Mm-hmm. Like in the, it's like in this movie, like in the first two, when they first show, when Kyle Reese and the Terminator show up, you know, it's who you know who's good, who's bad. In Judgment Day, who's good, who's bad with the T one thousand and. You know Arnold, and this one it was Arnold's the hero, no matter what. There's no, there wasn't no who's you know who's who's the good who's the good Terminator and who's the bad. And this one is Arnold is straight up the good one right away. You know what's also confusing is that when John Connor's first sees Arnold, he literally asks him, "Are you here to kill me?" So he already knows it's someone different. Because if yeah. it was his Arnold. He would have been like, "Oh, you're here. Thanks for here. Thanks. I'm glad yeah. you're back to save me." And then, then the next scene. Don't you remember Judgment Day and Asa La Vista Baby and all that? And he's like, "No, I'm the different one." Dude, he's like uh, fucking, however much older he would have been, ten years, so he would have been early twenties. Twenty one. God damn, this is he's supposed to be playing. Early, this guy did not look twenty one. He was twenty one. Think <laughs> about that fact. You have because you have to you have to remember in, in Judgment Day he was only ten. Yeah, because it was ten years after they went after uh, Sarah in the first one. Realizing that fact, this dude looked fucking thirty. By the way, like <laughs> what the fuck? He's playing a twenty-year-old. Oh god! But like, what self-respecting twenty-year-old is going to be like? Remember when I taught when I taught you Asta La Vista? Like, no, you're going to be like, dude, I was a fucking cringe ten-year-old. Remember I said stupid shit? <laughs> um. And where's all the fucking training? Like the only training we see for John Connor is that he can build bombs. Like he was twenty four at the time, so he was fourteen in T two. Then no, no, no. Nick Nick uh, Nick Stahl was twenty three at the time in this movie. What the fuck? What has that man been doing in his life? Uh, he he's had some substance abuse as well. <laughs> well, that makes sense then. But no, yeah, I like I I'm with you, Rick. Like the whole like what I said earlier, but like in this movie alone. It, comparing from Terminator Two to Terminator Three, like he had all this training, but in this one, he totally forgot about it. it just made a like I can make bombs, but that's it. That's it. Um, 
Another, another thing, uh, obviously the unstable fuel cells that Terminators removes from their stomach, which is damaged by the TX, which creates a big explosion, which the Terminators use to destroy the TX as well as himself, is an upgrade. Between the 2029 and 2032, the year the Terminator was sent back through time to protect John and Kate, the T-850 Terminator androids were upgraded. If the T-800 Terminator in the original film had this, Kyle Reese blew, him, uh, blew up the Terminator with the pipe bomb in the factory scene, would have killed him and Sarah Connor <laughs> as well. Also, it makes no sense that they upgraded a T-800. Like, why? They're obsolete models. Why would they upgrade fucking anything? Which they, which she says is like, yeah, we're not obsolete. We're like, we're, we're, we're the dying breed here. Um, but yeah, this is just one of those things of. Uh, Nothing about they, this movie makes fucking sense besides well, the really, Skynet wins. I, I will say another thing I did like and I thought was funny was the doctor from the first two movies. He shows up and he's just like, you know, oh. he, he has his nom nom experience of like, yeah, you know, you you see things that you can't be- can't believe, really don't know what to do. And then he oh, sees felt like Arnold. such a just like a ha ha. Remember the first two Terminators? And I fucking hate those type of scenes. Well, that was it. So, uh, um, but yeah, they tried. The <laughs> I'll tell you this, Rick. They looked at trying to see if they can figure out how to do the crane scene, but they found out it's be too dangerous. So that's why the bulk of it. The ending is CGI. They literally put cranes through buildings, yet flipping it would be too dangerous. Fucking James Cameron flew a helicopter under a bridge and followed it and filmed it. What the fuck? He did it. Yeah, he he flew the helicopter twice, and he was in like. Um, he, he made Kate Winslet hold her breath for seven minutes. <laughs> yeah, too. Although I guess using James Cameron as a like thing is probably not the best, considering he illegally filmed T two and sounded like a huge prick through most of it. So maybe maybe we shouldn't put James Cameron up on a pedestal. Um, what is it? Um, yeah, turn. Oh, no, no, nope, not, not that's nothing. Um, what else here we have? Uh, this and Freddy versus Jason came out in the same year, so it's one of the uh, you know, at the time, pretty big franchises having sequels coming out, and you know. Frey versus Jason. Yikes. <laughs> um, Skynet. No. Oh, in the original script, Skynet's time machine is called the uh, Con- uh, Contuum Transporter. It was allegedly built at Area 51. It would create artificial wormholes between time periods as long as power isn't an issue. See, I'm confused by that too because isn't in the first Terminator they say that like the machine sent one back, but then the humans got there, sent one person back and destroyed the machine. Yep. So like, how are they continuing to send people back? And how are both the machines and the humans doing this? Yeah. Great question, Bob. Like, cause they um, never answered that in T2, let alone in T3. Mm-hmm. Where apparently just everyone has the send people back uh, technology. It's weird. It's weird. Um, but 
I don't know. I just for me watching this movie around, it's just like I don't know if I needed my Terminator to be funny when he tells oh, no. her, you know, relax, dude. Yeah, that spoiler. That is my Arnie because that, that? Scene had me cackling <laughs> for how fucking stupid it was. I was oh. cackling at how stupid that was. My Arnie is coming up when I is something different. So. <laughs> But it, for me, that had me laughing. I was just like, what's happening here? Um, That's basically what I gave up on the film was that line. I'm like, oh, relax. Gonna, it's not going to rebound at all at any point. We're done here. Also, okay. How is that bitch not fucking dead, by the way? In the back of that fucking pickup truck. Getting she got whiplash. So. Like a pile of meat. Like she was fucking bouncing all over that thing. How is she not fucking dead? She got hurt. Uh, that's she, but yeah, she got that hurt on that one. Um, where is it? I didn't. I didn't like the fact again in this movie that um, Terminator when he does his kill count on cops, it was like zero point zero. Like, what's the point one? Is that a cop getting shot in the leg, an arm, or yeah. he only point one? kills one person? Don't worry yeah. about it. <laughs> Uh, Schwarzenegger had to have surgery for a torn ro- rotator cup following an injury on set. Um, he was in a sling for three to four weeks, but it didn't del- delay the completion of the movie. Uh, Arnold suffered a minor hand injury during the film in the cemetery. Battle scene is one of the small explosives on the casket interior. Use a, use a simulated bullet hit and was planted too close to his hand. Jesus Christ. He can't, yeah. Um, Didn't know uh, there was a Baldwin working on this film. Uh, Hey. uh, Ridley Scott turned down the role for this movie because he thought the uh, role for directing, (laughs) uh, because he thought the story was completed after Terminator (laughs) 2. (laughs) Schwarzenegger showed this to troops in the former palace of Saddam Hussein. I thought they were done with doing torture in that facility. One more time. Never done. Uh, Schwarzenegger put up 1.4 million of his salary to ensure that a key scene in which the construction crane smashes into a glass building was shot. Um, One of the few good scenes in the movie. Yeah, that makes sense. uh, The director was apparently worried that the film was going to run behind schedule and over budget. So that's why Schwarzenegger out of his 30 million. (laughs) Uh, dropped 1.3 for him uh, for, out of his own pocket for that one scene to happen. Um, I'll just say this. Uh, no, that's not. I'll save that for the next movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, it's just this for it's just that weird thing of this whole. Just watching this movie and it's like, you know, them trying to attach it to, um, T two by having. You know, Caitlin Brewster and John Connor having a, you know, uh, five minutes and, you know, seven minutes in heaven type thing the day before he get, leaves. And it's just like, no, didn't need that. Don't need the connection. We, You know, it's fine. Yeah, well, and it was weird like... that his character was 20 or whatever. And like 21 he either, now. He either pretended not to remember or literally didn't remember and both of those are kind of fucked up that they know each other but then he remembered <laughs> but then he remembered like after like thinking yeah. about it for like 10 minutes 
I mean, this dude has been through a lot, so I can understand not remembering <laughs> who he made out with once at a middle school party. Although, also, he was 10. Who the fuck's, like... I mean, I guess I lived a more a less adventurous young life, but, like, <laughs> seven minutes in heaven at 10 seems kind of intense. <laughs> well, it was middle school, though. That was when they did it. No, 10 is fifth grade. Although, yeah, I guess he was in yeah, middle school, so he would have been, like, yeah. a young sixth grader. But still, fucking okay. An early draft of the script, Lance Henrik, uh, the one of the detectives from the original Terminator, was going to be in this role. He's the, um, he was the cop that after the main uh, detective gets shot, he like jumps out like, "Hey, asshole!" with the shotgun, and he gets blown away. Yeah, I thought it was like that guy's dead, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, he was, but then they were going to bring him back, and they scrapped that. That's probably um, a good call. But yeah, this is just uh, this like, is really just a there's legitimately like not a redeeming quality to like this. Like, it's not bad enough to be good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, there's one or two lore things that are kind of fun. Yeah, maybe. Uh, funny thing. Uh, Kate Brewster's fiance original name was going to be Scott Peterson, but oh, Jesus Christ, due to the situation and the fact that you know a guy named Scott Peterson was convicted for murder in that same time frame, they had to change his name, even though he's still listed as Scott Peterson in the credits. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it just adds on to the movie here. Um. There was going to be the scene, the witch woman scene, where the TX attacks was planned to have her being using a ATM that wouldn't respond, but there wasn't time to film it. So if the scene had been included, it would have been one of the several indications that Kate's cell phone slash lack of TV reception at the AMPM is that that's the computer taking over, the virus taking over. But she liked her necklace or liked her car and then killed her. Oh, it's all so bad. It's all yes. so bad. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, Rick, uh, I mean, uh, Keith, do you have a review? I do. I'm trying to find a fun reading series out of it, but I'll start with fun. the stars. There you go. Two, two and a half out of four. And it's funny. I was trying, I was reading through oh, here where I oh, should I lost it. Yeah. So he's talk- talking about the special effects. But that was an age ago. In 1991, T2 was there at the birth of computer-generated special effects and had achieved remarkable visuals, especially in the plastic nature of the Terminator played by Robert Patrick, who was made of an infinitely changeable substance that could reconstitute itself from droplets. Now we are in the latter days of CGI when the process is used not to augment action scenes, but essentially to create them. And I thought that was, it's kind of funny, like getting a 2003 or four perspective on yeah. CGI from Roger Ebert. That was kind of a fun because he's like, "Wow, this is gonna this this is about to get oversaturated and cheesy." <laughs> well, like we, we we talked about like how you know we yeah. in Terminator Two, if those effects you can compare to you know ninety five percent today and it's better, and it's like James Cameron took his time in T two. Like I said, he built he built mini scales for scenes of that they're gonna be filming, and then built it for real life. <laughs> the you know. We talked about it and about how they use the effects with CG and real, you know, 
real stuff and they just mixed it in back and forth for you not to catch it. And one more thing before we continue away from Ebert, part yeah. of the review, he essentially calls the movie stupid, which I appreciated. <laughs> Checks out. Checks out. Yeah, like, one of us. This movie is this movie's stupid. <laughs> mm. Um so the budget for this movie, you guys want to take a guess? It's probably bloated. I'm gonna go. So well, Arnold 80. got paid fucking thirty million. So oh shit, yeah, hundred. So, Let me go hundred. So remember, Terminator One six point four million. Terminator Two, a hundred and two million. One thirty one. Okay, Keith with one hundred and Rick's one thirty one. Uh, two hundred million. Wow, quarter of a billion dollars. <laughs> Two hundred million. Did you just for say this. a quarter? Almost <laughs> yeah. a quarter. You mean a fifth? Close to a quarter. I was I was being hyperbolic. Um, and you know, yeah, and Arnold reprising role was thirty million, and he also got perks, so he had a a lump sum of one point five million for private jets, a fully equipped gym trailer, three bedroom deluxe suites. What a deal! Twenty percent of the gross <laughs> of the uh, made by the movie. I mean, to be uh, honest, and, so Keith, wouldn't you also ask for all those things to have to be in this piece of shit? Yeah, yeah. but he got twenty percent of from the movie theaters, the videos, DVDs, and TV licensing, in-flight entertainment, game licensing, and everything else. So, I'm picturing Nick Stahl like eating ramen. Eating <laughs> 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 ramen. Arnold, let's go have some of your ribs. <laughs> let's go with the gross. Um, domestically, uh, Terminator Three got hundred fifty million. Internationally, got two hundred eighty-three million. So worldwide, four hundred thirty-three million dollars. Goddamn Chinese box office always making these bad movies make a lot of money. <laughs> so let's go to the box office for Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines, July fourth through the sixth. There's going to be a bunch number... of really dumb post nine eleven America propaganda. There it is. <laughs> uh, coming at number ten, it starts off with this one, Keith. At number uh, ten in its fifth week with two point six million. Too fast, too furious. Hell all yeah! All Oof. that propaganda. Uh, number nine <laughs> in its seventh week with four million. Bruce Almighty. I've, I'm two for two so far. Number eight in its sixth week with four point one million. The Italian Job. I'm three for three so far. Keith, number hold on. wait, just wait a moment, Keith. Do not make a bad face about the Italian <laughs> Job. The Italian I'm, I'm Job movie. is a perfectly good piece of cinematography i promise if we went and watched it now it'd suck i just watched <laughs> it recently and it's still good it's a perfectly fine heist movie yeah, yeah. number seven in second week was six million 28 days later the zombie movie i'm four for four okay uh, number six in its first week was six point eight million. Sinbad, Legend of the Seven Seas. I didn't Brad see that Pitt. one. Is it Brad Pitt? I, I, I think it is Brad Pitt. One. Catherine Zegers Jones. <laughs> I'm looking at it now. It's a, it's an animated mm-hmm. uh, movie. Number five in its third week with eight million. Hulk. Ang Lee's Hulk. Yes. Okay, I'm five for six. Number four in its sixth week with eleven million, Finding Nemo. Jesus Christ, I'm killing it so far. 
Rick, I think you're going to finish out here. Uh, number three in its second week with 14 million, Charlie's Angels, full throttle. Yeah, I like the Charlie's Angels movies. I'm not going to lie. Uh, number two in its first week with 22 million, and it, and I want to say it is the lowest movie here in fake movie experts history. Legally Blonde two. Nice. <laughs> also, you are correct. That is the lowest. That movie made 20. I don't. I completely blacked that out. That made 22 million dollars its opening weekend. What the fuck? Yes, and then did. went to so zero. That, <laughs> so that means number one in its first week, doubling Legal Blonde 2 with 44 million. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I can't believe I saw nine of 10 movies. Yeah, I've seen. I'm nine out of ten as well on this one. I'm ten. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. We did Ooh. it. The show can end now, guys. Yeah. It's so weird coming off of the last one where we went one for ten. Yeah. <laughs> um, hang on. Let me look. Uh no. No. Well, that's Terminator One. Yeah, Terminator, oh, Terminator One, two. one we went one for yeah. ten. Yeah. Terminator two, there was like Rocketeer and stuff. So we're we, we saw like five or you know, we're half. Uh, let's go to the uh, ratings here for uh, the IMDb for Terminator 3. This got a 6.3 out of 10. Uh, Rot- uh, Ron Tomato, all critics gave this a 69. There, there's nice. nothing funny about that. Okay, uh, what are you waiting you. for? Continue uh, reading numbers. Yeah, it's just, it's, I was just, you know, it's low, okay. lower than 70, higher than 68. What do you want? It would have been nice of you to, you know, just finish the line. Uh, top critics gave this a 65. And audience nice. gave <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> audience gave this a forty-six. Uh, that's really fucking high. Fuck you, audience. What the fuck? Before we glaze them, let's rank them. Oh god, so we're, we're ranking movie, our hero, Terminator, villain. What what hero? They all lost. Yeah, I was about to say there's not a <laughs> hero in this movie. Well, they we got to pick something. Save <laughs> anything. You've been terminated, the best kill, and then the Arnie. So let's just get the movie one out of the way. Uh, at the moment, it's two and one. Where does three go? Um, <laughs> Below everything, I debate Genesis yet, so I don't know. But it's going to be at the bottom. Okay. So I'll, just, I'll put it behind one just for the time being. <laughs> no, uh, you can put it behind four <laughs> and six. Oh. But I'm gonna leave it up for Genesis still because that oh, thing sounds. Oh terrible. baby, I can't wait for you to watch Genesis. I just watched it a week ago, and I'm excited to watch it again. Don't um, watch it again. Why I will. Watch, Don't why? watch it again because it was on TV. It's one what of is things. wrong with you? There's. So- I wanted to remember how bad it was, and it hit me to the heart. Uh, let's do Hero. At the moment, we have Terminator Two, Terminator. And Kyle Reese. So for this, it's comedic Terminator. Yeah, he's the hero. <laughs> sure, yes, he is. why not? I'll put him behind Kyle. So yes, let's put the robot who somehow fought off a virus infecting his system of being like, no, I can't kill him. Ah. <laughs> oh, hey guys, so- I'm, I'm I'm gonna try out a Dennis Miller joke right here. This movie's gonna be as as blurry in my memory as Christina Lucan's butt was in Terminator 3. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> uh, uh, let's do but Terminator. Bored out butt, what the hell? It's gotta say. Right, and so it's quick. radar. Get it. Come we on. never touched on it. <laughs> we never touched on it. They never even shown it. 
Uh, yeah. <laughs> let's do Terminator. Uh, since uh, the Terminator one is the villain, he's not in this one. So we have Terminator two, is it? So we'll put Terminator three in our uh, Terminator list here. Uh, villain T one thousand is number one, and Terminator one is the villain. So where does the T X or the Terminatrix go? <laughs> uh, let me put it at three. No, it's fine, guys. It's fine. I got it. I don't mind if I do. I don't like my. I can't. I can't comprehend the question of where does it go? Like, I just, my brain can't. Okay. That's fine. Hey, that's fine. I'm here to this smooth. The tra- sale continue going. Brain uh, breaking best, down. Uh, we're going to do best kill. You've been terminated. Uh, we have Terminator one, the heart pull out with the thugs in the first, like we're couple first scenes of the movie. And then uh, the T-1000 doing the uh, killing the... Best kill is uh, my love of the Terminator franchise. And it was this movie. <laughs> uh, the Driving the car through the corpse was kind of fun. We never learned what happened to the guy who was like in the passenger seat. Like, why didn't we get to watch him die too? Like, why did we just watch a dude get a hand through? Or like <laughs> the world so was the... the best kill at the end because they killed the world. It's true. <laughs> So we're just gonna say world. Yeah, the world. Yeah, okay. The nukes. Because, except um, apparently Montana lived. Montana didn't get nuked. But I mean, who the fuck would nuke Montana? There's nothing fucking worth out there. There's 19 God. people there. Uh, you know, Sorry for all you Montana listeners. The one of you go fuck yourself. Get out of get, <laughs> stop, move to a better listening. state than Montana. Stop, stop. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's the Arnie? Uh, we have I'll be back, Dong, and from the first movie, and uh, a <laughs> bad to the bone uh, for T two. What's your Arnie for um, T three? Mine okay. is mine is the I laugh. I don't know. I chuckled the hell out of it. Of Arnold going into the strip club and he walks up to the stripper and notices that he his whole outfit is like yeah i need it he's like take off your clothes and the stripper's like hang on honey almost like i laughed that's my argument him telling the stripper to take his clothes off mine was the one in the tundra where he just leans back and goes relax relax i i think mine my favorite arnie moment was when i laughed when he put on the most like cool for six months in fashion sunglasses oh the, yeah the star the, ones yeah no the just like the really like small narrow black ones that he put uh, on that were only yeah. popular like in 2003 <laughs> god damn i did love that style of sunglasses though <laughs> so for this one we can do um i guess just, yes Joe, you just the whole movie's just yes it's terminator's relaxing clothes Nice yeah, that makes sense. All right, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, I gotta make sure I put that down as for T three. So when we come back to it next week, you know what 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 are we even saying here, guys? Anymore? So let's glaze some stars. Bum, 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 bum. Glazing, glazing men. We're just gonna. Glaze on some men. We are the glazing, glazing men. I just want to be a glazing man. I do appreciate that the village people is playing in the background in that in the strip club scene. So I'll leave it at that. Beautiful. Uh, Keith, 
What do you give Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines? Okay. Um, one and a half. The part where he holds the, the casket and shoots the big gun was kind of fun. One that that gives you like that gives you that full like <laughs> half star. Yeah. I was ready to rank this lower than a one, but I've like committed myself to ranking like every movie after I watch it this year and like sticking to my guns on what I ranked it. So I'm going to keep with what I did after the movie was over and I'll give it a one. I want to go lower now. Like I want to give it a half yeah. star, but I'm going to stick. I've already written it in my log that it's a one. <laughs> so it stays a one. Um, I'll give it a one as well. Which will bring Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines in at a 1.17, making it our second lowest rated movie of 2023, are tied with Blade Trinity for our fifth lowest movie ever. Oh, wow. So, yeah, there we go. Terminator 3 Rise of the Machines. Dog shit. Also, apparently the last two movies we've watched, the third one, terrible. I'm Uh, really, really, really bummed out about the the next the next one uh by the way pre-glaze <laughs> uh we're gonna pre-glaze for terminator salvation but pre-glazing for terminator three rick you did a two uh i i did a two and a half while keith did a three Keith was Her- so sure that this movie was gonna be a fun action flick no fun i said, pa- action I said flick. passable i said passable. oh yeah keith let, let, since we're done talking about it, let's talk about how keith yeah, I know. Uh, Rick, you like instantly insulted him by saying you're dumbass for saying it's gonna be a good movie, and then uh, Keith took that one to heart. But what are you guys gonna pre glaze for Term- Terminator Salvation? I will say, I'm very glad I don't have to apologize to Keith on this podcast that I that my calling him out for want for thinking this movie would work proved true, even if it was hurtful. And I apologize for it being hurtful, but it was correct. <laughs> You just did a Louis C.K. apology to me. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you were offended. <laughs> I'm sorry that you're offended, but I'm right and you're still dumb. So, guys, what's the awesome. pre-glaze for Terminator Salvation? <sighs> Two and a half. Okay. Keith? Keith. Keith? Keith. Keith. My internet is bad right now. If you you're can fine. Hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Okay. I'm I'm getting red bars over here. I'm gonna hope for what I hoped three was gonna be a passable action movie. <laughs> <laughs> so are you going so with a th- <laughs> go two and a half. Two and a half? Well, Barkeep, make it two and a half all around, as yeah. I'm hoping for a two and a half, a passable action movie, because I remember watching, I've seen this in theaters. I remember seeing that. Dude, the, the ad campaign was sick for this movie, though. I remember well, that. Well, here's the fun fact. It's, again, this is why, so hang on, I'll get to it in a second. Next next week here on Fake Move Experts, we are be doing 2009. We're going six years in the future, well, in our time there. But really, like 20, 30 years into the future in the movies, we're going to go into the future for once. As we're doing Terminator Salvation. I was all, I can, I'll just say this, and I'll talk about it when we talk about this movie next week. I was all hyped for this movie. 
until the movie trailer. So, Rick, if you haven't seen the movie, don't watch the trailer because it gives everything away. I already watched the trailer. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Although, it's, I don't think having Terminator Salvation spoiled is a bad thing because it's well, no, no, also, it, like, also a spoiler, not a smart movie. <laughs> yeah, I you know. But it's just it's that thing. Uh, I, it's just like the hype level for me was big then. Yeah. And then watching the trailer and then they spoil like everything in the trailer. I'm like, and this is like legitimately the beginning of me why I never watch trailers anymore. So thank you, Terminator Salvation. <laughs> thank you for your service. So coming here again next week here on Fake Movie Experts, we're going to be talking about 2009's Terminator Salvation. Uh, you can go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com. We can find all the blogs, all the podcasts, everything that we do for you. You can find us all on the social medias at NoSoENT or NoSoEntertainment on the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can catch me on Skynet. Hey, guys, look at me. I'm a human, but I'm also a robot. 